You are listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 291. Today, we're going to be talking about how to improve your systems expertise. So this is a letter to my fellow operations folks. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. I get asked this question so often, and it's really interesting because, you know, this is something that I do, obviously, and it's a probably a little bit more unconventional or a little bit more flowy than you're probably anticipating. And what's interesting is, you know, as our business has grown, I have had to let go of some systems things, which is difficult for me. But I'm here, I'm breathing, all is well in the world. And I think too, that ends up, you know, whatever your own expertise is, is what you let go of last, right? That makes sense. And so, but I've hired people to, you know, create, we hired somebody to do our ClickUp setup, which I would love to do with what time I'm not sure. And so, you know, as you kind of grow your business and stuff, you really have to look at, okay, how much time is it going to take me to, to build this ClickUp board? And how many other things are going to get pushed back because Jordan just wants to build the ClickUp board? And I couldn't be the bottleneck in that particular arena. And so, yeah, I was super excited to hire somebody to do that for us. And they're doing a great job. And But if you are a systems person and you are like, I want to just build ClickUp boards all day long. I want to build active campaign automations all day long. I want to build funnels all day long, like whatever your systems expertise is. And let's be real, I kind of believe everybody is a systems person in the sense that your system may not be automation and integrations, but everybody has their own system or framework that they put people through. So when I'm saying systems in this particular episode, I'm talking about the integration automation folks. So and like ops in general, which can include like financial dashboards, measuring, you know, analytics, metrics, dashboards, and even like hiring comes into this a little bit. So when it comes to improving your systems expertise, like honestly, like the easiest way to do this, instead of waiting around for clients to come and like tell you what they want you to build, I make up scenarios. So I will basically like create, you know how um, graphic designers do this, like you go to their portfolios And they'll like redo the Pepsi logo or they'll redo the Starbucks logo. And you're like, why would they do that? But it's because it can show your creativity. It can show what can be possible. And so if you just rely on your clients to be the only time that you are creating your own systems and getting that practice in, then it's a problem. Like, and so, you know, while I don't think that you should be spending all of your time in practice mode, I think that it's important to create, you know, fake little clients and experiences for you to be able to play around with the tools, get familiar with new features and whatnot, because 
the more you use the tool, obviously the more expertise you're going to gain from it. It's not going to gain from you just reading blogs about the new features. It's going to require you to actually go and build the dang things and get that experience from doing, from action. And so one thing that I would suggest for you to do if you're looking to improve your systems expertise in XYZ, one, two, three different arenas is to, first of all, like make sure that you have the actual software necessary to play around with. Now, some of these systems are expensive, you know, like my Axe campaign, I'm paying like $250 a month at, for at this point. And granted, you don't need to if you are, you know, just a solo dolo person, you're not going to end up paying the $250 a month for active campaign. I think it's like $19 a month for under 500 people or whatever it is for the pro account. Plus who knows, they keep changing their names, but make sure that you are an actual, I guess, buyer customer of that particular software or system. So you always have access to it. You know, I've seen it before where people are like, well, I can't play with it because I don't have that software. That is not a good excuse. In my personal opinion, You need to have a software so that you can play with it. You'll know when new features are happening. You'll know when something gets shifted from the left to the right, to the green button, to the yellow button, to the up, to the down. You will know that because you are in it. That doesn't mean, again, that you need to use it for your particular business, but you do need to have access to it at all times. Have you been hearing all the buzz about VIP days or one day virtual intensives? and want to create one for your business, but have no idea where to start, head over to systemsamey.com slash quiz and take our new 60 second quiz to determine what kind of VIP day you should create. You'll get a detailed report with action items and exclusive structuring tips straight from the mouths of successful VIP day business owners. Ready to take back control over your schedule, your energy, and your income? A VIP day might just be the way to do it. Get started today at systemsamey.com slash quiz. One more time, that's systemsamey.com slash quiz. Then for me, I will, you know, create a time and first, you know, I can make assumptions, I suppose here, but for me, like I will need a solid, like four to five hours to play around with something to be able to get in the zone far enough to where it's like moving and shaking, right? And so I will spend, depending, you know, it's obviously less and less now, but I will spend a Saturday for four to five hours building out a different Airtable base because I want to get better at Airtable. And so I will do that. And so I get really in the zone. And I did that actually for our September, no, for our March, our March virtual conference. I was like, I want to get better at Airtable. We have way too many different Airtable like bases going on. And so I need to figure out what it could look like to be in one space. And I did a fairly decent job at it and whatnot. And it was helpful for our team. And I thought through every single little thing. And now like I feel really clear on Airtable and I've even hired an Airtable person to help with different Airtable needs. And now I know Airtable even more because I'm seeing what she's able to do and learn and grow. And so I think that For me, it's a really a combination of making sure that I'm a customer or client of that actual particular software, 
play, creating actual time on the calendar to play around with the software and get lost in it, create fake clients, create fake scenarios for me to actually build things out. And then from there, also surround yourself with other people who are just as obsessed with the platform. And this last one I find to be the hardest thing for people to do because we live in this whole thing of, oh my gosh, you know, we're competition. Like we can't be around everybody that does stuff that we do. Oh no. Lies. So you want to be around those folks. You can be learning and jiving and like creating things together. Like there's, I know so many people who do similar stuff to me and I'm able to refer them people that aren't exactly the best fits for me, or I don't even have the time on my calendar or whatever the case is. So really looking at, okay, you know, how can I set up this process? Again, the customer thing is very quick. Then at least once or twice a month, I would say, creating a four to five hour window where you're able to play with that software or play with a fake client is crucial. Then again, meeting up with people who do similar stuff to you, that also needs to be something that is on the calendar. And if you don't know anybody, well, go into a Facebook group of Dubsado people or of Funnel Gorgeous people or of, you know, Airtable people and say, hey, like, I want to do a coffee chat meetup once a month of just like geeking out about Airtable or geeking out about Dubsado. Like, would anybody want to do that? Like literally super low commitment, very chill. And you don't need millions of people. You just need your few. And so, because it's so fun, like I know, you know, Lainey Lamar, who does like Google analytics dashboards and Airtable, like it's so fun to jive about Airtable with her because she is like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Same thing with Ashley of at do the damn thing on Instagram. She also is like an Airtable person. Like I have my people that I can totally nerd out about things with and it's so enjoyable and you get to learn things. Right. And you know, I don't think that it is your unique selling point should not be like, I know about this one feature and no one else will know about it. Like that's very feeble (laughs) if I'm being direct in the sense that, you know, people will get to know that that is a feature. You can't not allow people to be able to see that. Like your specialty needs to be in your process. So my last part about improving your systems expertise, you know, besides those three is this fourth one, which is making sure that you create your custom framework or method, right? Creating something to where it is yours on how to help transform, support, help, advise people on your system. No one else can do that. It is yours and yours only. And if you're just out here, you know, saying, well, we do this stuff and this stuff and this stuff and this stuff, then yeah, you're going to sound like everybody else. But if you say like, I had, you know, I talked about like, oh, like I have a five minute client onboarding process. Like how long does yours take? And that became a thing. It was like, what? Like I want a five minute onboarding process. I don't even understand how that could be possible because mine takes forever because I do everything manually. I put a stamp on my process and that became what, people would come to me for and were intrigued by. And so think about, you know, what systems you enjoy building and what people's tangible results are at the end. 
and identify what your framework or what your methodology could be and shout it from the rooftops all the time, all day, every day. And that's also how you improve your systems expertise is like consistent iterations, right? For even my program for done in a day, my methodology was three C's and there just was something at the beginning that was still needing to happen. And so I created a fourth C of clarify. And so now it's clarify, construct, care, and connect. Super easy to remember. Four C's, very easy. And so as you continually, you know, and that process came about like six to eight months after I've been doing the program for a while. And so always be improving and recognize what your framework and methodology is. Talk about it all the freaking time. So I hope that's helpful for those of you who are in operations, who are helping people in the areas of finance, like systems and and like tech and also hiring. Because I think that too often we just rely on a little bit of the knowledge that we have in that system. And as we know, tools are evolving, business models are evolving. And so never just let your education or your learning piece go by the wayside, but also don't let it totally override your time because you do need to be marketing. Obviously, you need to be offering services and having time to deliver on those services, but don't let your learning go by the wayside either. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.